whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hello. Hi, Oscar. Hey. Nice to talk to you again. We met at Bang Your Head Festival last time you headlined. Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple and we, of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had a good talk. And, uh, you know, this interview could be so short because the only thing I can do is, like, congratulate you and then hang up. <laughs> okay. You, you well, must... let's, let's see if we can keep it going a little bit longer than that. <laughs> you must be satisfied yourself with the new record. Yeah, I am very much so. It's still kind of early to, to know, but yeah. I know from experience also that from like throughout the whole process of writing and, and recording, that feeling that I have during that process usually stays with me even uh, when I get to uh, get a little bit of time, yeah. a little bit of distance between yeah. the album and that. So yeah, I'm very, very happy with how, how everything turned out. How do you do it? How do you like punch out all those riffs again and again and again? I mean, there must, there must be an explanation for this continuity. I, you know, it's unbelievable. Uh, well, thank you. That's a very nice uh, thing to say. But I, the thing <laughs> is, I love what I do so much. And I love making these songs that, give, that resonates with other people in the way that they do. Because yeah. the other people seem to feel the same way as I do. And it, it's very inspiring for me to do it that way. And I think that's why I still have so much more music in me. You know, I'm writing songs all the time now. Yeah. Still. Keep it coming. Uh, Keep it coming. Yeah, we will. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> you know, the, the only thing, and I, I really had to laugh, but I think that the guitar riff, the opening riff for the title track, Dominion, mm -hmm. it's the best except riff since Balls to the Wall. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Uh, from a, being a, a lifelong Accept fan as well, I think that's the highest praise you can give anybody. <laughs> <laughs> But did you have to give them credit for that, for, uh, the, no. for the inspiration? Uh, well, for the inspiration. They always get credit. Every, every album we release, it, Accept gets credit for inspiration. I mean, without Accept uh, and Wolf Hoffman, the riffing and then the playing style of, of Wolf, uh, I would never not be the same. Hammerfall would not be the same. So uh, yeah. they have had a huge... Uh, amount of influence on me it's funny but what is dominion all about what is the whole record all about is there like a common thread not really no like this is not a concept album uh, i think if we ever did a concept album or, yeah. or uh, an album with a where multiple songs deal with the same thing i think we would announce that beforehand you know so it would be okay. obvious yeah. uh, because i think that's something that, that i mean i'm not saying we were going to do it ever but uh, i think that's how because we get this question before Yeah. Uh, throughout the years, if, if that's if this is a concept album or not, but and I so I have I have experience in answering this question already. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, still, who dominates who? What does the Dominion mean? You know, with the song and um, well, Dominion it means the, the domain basically of where you rule, basically some, yeah. some, something like that, and it could be anything. The lyrics to this song uh, deals with. Um, you know the book Paradise Lost? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's where Joachim got the inspiration from uh, to, to write this. And it, it goes hand in hand with the album cover as well. Obviously, it's, it turned out to be the title track yeah. uh, of the album, which we didn't really know when we started the whole process. But it, it just fits. You know, the, the title was just perfect for what we wanted to do. Don't tell me you read Paradise, because yeah. it's, it's a bitch to read. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Whoever yeah, did I that. heard. <laughs> Many of those older classics are, are in a difficult language. Um, like the, the, the language within the, bo the book is difficult to read. 
It's, it's amazing. Yeah, you, I, I'm not sure we're joking, Brad. Actually, I'm going to ask him about that. He's in the other room. Uh, yeah, you better. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that he gets his stuff right. <laughs> well, I'm sure he did extensive research on it, on the subject. And that's something, actually, that first song on the album, uh, Never Forgive, Never Forget, yeah. for example. Yeah. That one, and I didn't know this until uh, we were recording the vocals for the album. Um, but he told me this song is about the Vietnam, Vietnam War, like a kind of a 60s, 70s point of view. All right, all right. Uh, and, and it's very interesting because he told me he did a lot of research, both, you know, uh, Googled and, and stuff online, but also watched documentaries and stuff to get a feel for, for what was going on, you know, how, how, how people felt back in the, the early 70s or whenever. I'm not sure, exactly sure how long the war lasted, but I think it was early 70s. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true, that's true. But, uh, but yeah, so it, it's, and that song took on a whole different meaning then. I didn't yeah. know, you know, I, I know, knew the lyrics. I, I heard what he was singing, but I just didn't connect it, you know, basically. And, and I thought that was very interesting to, to read. This is, this is uh, our first sort of realistic Story about a war. Yeah, we've never done that before. Were there the lyrics first, or the music, or did you work separately from each other, like at the now, same we, time? We, we always do the music first, generally, and this has been the same since I don't know day one from Hammerfall, basically. <laughs> right. That we come up with with the music. I write the riffs and, and uh, you know the, the instrumental parts, and sometimes I centered like my songwriting around a chorus, for example. Okay, you know, that happens. So I have that in there. And whatever melodies or whatever I have, it really varies from song to song. Uh, and then I make like a demo of it with a drum machine, and then Joachim gets to do his stuff with, with the vocal melodies and uh, also the lyrics. And so he does those hand in hand, those two uh, simultaneously, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but the lyrics always comes at the end. All right. You know, as usual, um, so the new Hammer for Record, it's very easy to listen to. But is it that easy to write? <laughs> well, to be honest with you, this album, songwriting for this album, yeah. as compared to Built to Last, this like night and day, you could, <laughs> okay. it's, because for Built to Last, there was, that was the first time, normally, like before Built to Last, we always had at least like six or seven or eight months to write the album and prepare everything before yeah. the recording, like for, from the last day of touring till the first day of recording, basically. Yeah. And nowadays... Yeah, that's unfortunately that's a luxury you can't afford anymore because you have to be be on the road much more now than, yeah. you, than you did before. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, for Built to Last, we start uh, the last show we did was in the beginning of February, and two months later we were in the studios recording. <laughs> that's not so, too much. You know, no. Obviously, I knew this, so I had started earlier to write songs. But songwriting for me is not. I can't just. Uh, clock in and clock out, and, and you know it has to become come from an, a, a place of inspiration and stuff. So I, uh, I need to feel what I'm doing, and I need need to be uh, enjoying what I'm doing as well. Yeah, and with yeah. Built to Last, it was more like a conveyor belt. You know, you had one song finished, 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 and then just push it over <laughs> to Joachim so I can work on the next one because there was like a really stressful time at the end there. Yeah, yeah. and. And I said, I'm never, I don't want to have it like that anymore. I, I hated every second of that. I, I didn't enjoy myself. It, was, it, it turned out to be great, but that's, I, I didn't uh, feel anything for the songs until like the final mix yeah. stage. You know, that's when I understood what we had. I, I had to, to just 
I rely on my gut feeling basically about the songs before that. And so I didn't want to have that. I wanted to avoid that at all costs this time. All right. So I actually started writing songs really early this time. I started in June 2017 already. Oh, okay. So the, the album, like Built to Last, came out in November 16th. So it was just yeah. barely six months afterwards I started writing because I didn't want to end up like I did last time. Uh, so... Yeah, I kept it going. And that's another thing with this album. This has been sort of a fix, an idea that I had. I can't write songs while I'm on the road, you know, yeah. touring. Yeah. Because I was afraid that everything I, I write then would sound just like what I'm playing on, on stage at night. Like, there would be, like I would be copying myself. I wouldn't even notice, you know. Okay. I was afraid of that. And, uh, and plus, touring for me before has always been much more of a party thing you know They're like the hard work is done the recordings the songwriting everything is done now we go out on the road and yeah. have fun you know uh, but like anybody else I matured a little bit that's <laughs> so, so sad <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> I kept it at bay for as long as I could but <laughs> no but seriously uh, it, it's just something you know I don't think I could have done this uh, 10 years ago let's say yeah. but uh, not mentally and not actually with the equipment that was available back then yeah. but now when it's so easy to just have a laptop computer a little little um, sound card uh, or, or you know interface yeah, yeah. and a, a guitar and that's all you need to write music that actually sounds uh, to do a, a demo that actually sounds pretty good you know yeah, uh, yeah, you don't even true. need an amplifier or anything because you know all of that is software in, inside of the, right, the, right. The, you know the process so it's it's really really simple so i decided because originally we started talking about a recording in august already uh, last year yeah but Quite quickly, I, I realized because of that, I had the, the, the experience of songwriting for Built to Last in my head. I didn't want to do that again. So it would be another stressful year of just trying to come up with stuff. <laughs> and you don't want to do that. I mean, for me, and I you know Joachim agrees with this as well, the album is the important, like, that, that's the thing, that's your legacy, basically. You yeah, know, if you come true. up with a half-assed album because it's, you stressed it or, or pushed it through, yeah. you're not going to be happy with that in the end. So... Uh, we decided to, to push the uh, recording and the release and obviously six months. So we started recording in January instead of right. August previously. And that gave me a lot more time. And, and the ironic thing is if we absolutely had to start recording in August, I would have been done. <laughs> I would have had songs enough <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, the only song that I wrote after August was Chain of Command, I think. <laughs> well, so, you know, those three months in Hawaii were well spent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but, you know, the funny thing is, because the guy who writes, who um, uh, makes our album covers, yeah. Sam, Sam Wise, yeah. he, he's a, an artist who works for, for Blizzard Entertainment. And, He, he has this sort of concept that he's come up with. It's called ABC, Always Be Creating. And I sort of took that to heart. Right. And I, I tried to, like every time I, I went anywhere on vacation or something, uh, I brought my, my portable recording studio with me. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, for example, the, the riff to Dominion, like we talked about earlier, I wrote on, on uh, a, a hotel room in Florida in the in October of 2017 it's got the perfect accept feel <laughs> yeah I don't know why because I was in, in like really nice weather in Florida at that time but uh, the thing is that's also kind of funny because I, I wrote on that trip it was on vacation with my, my family for two weeks and I wrote the entire um, what's the song uh, number 
seven on the album. Uh, second to one? Uh, number eight. Uh, Scars of a Generation. Yes, exactly, that right. one. That song I wrote on that trip. I finished it a couple of days before we were supposed to go home. And I, like, one, like, I think it was the last night, maybe the next to last night. In fact, I still have some inspiration. I can write some stuff. So I, I grabbed a couple of Bud Lights and sat in the other uh, end of the hotel room. And my, my um, girlfriend laid, uh, put our son to sleep. And I sat there recording, and I did some stuff. But I, when I got home, I was so focused on Scars of the Generation that I don't, didn't remember having done anything else, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a, a, a session in, in Pro Tools, which is a software that we use, uh, called Florida 2. And I thought, what the fuck is this? I don't, yeah, I, I remember doing something, but let's see. Usually it's like, okay, it might be a, one melody or one part of a riff that you can use, or, you know, just yeah. ideas or whatever. Yeah. And then I turn it on, and I was like, wow. <laughs> it, it, this is a whole, like, the, the, the meat or the bones, rather, of a song here. And basically, from the start of the song till the first chorus, because the chorus came in a little bit later. Yeah. But apart from that, it's entirely the same song until the solos. So it's the start of the role. You know, like the, 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 <laughs> I was on a roll after that. It was really easy to write songs. So I just kept doing this over and over. Even on the road, I mean, I had um, my equipment set up. before We did a U.S. tour or North American tour last year. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, a couple of days, I, like, I had the inspiration today. So I set everything up on the bus like just to be ready for when I got out, went in, did the show, got, uh, showered, got out, sat down uh, and finished the st songs, you know, so I, and, and that's incredible because the, the thing is playing live every night didn't have that effect that I thought, that, that detrimental effect, rather yeah. it had an, an, a positive effect, an inspiring effect. I felt really inspired after playing the, the music to people who, who, You know, fans that, that really love what they're doing. It was such a great atmosphere on the shows, that tour. And then going back on the bus and just continue writing music. So I was very happy about that. Yeah, and, and I just kept that going for as long as I could, basically. <laughs> But basically what you were saying before is you ruined Disney World for your son. <laughs> no, we actually did. We didn't go to... Uh, oh, yeah, we did, actually. Yeah, we did. <laughs> But uh, he was uh, too young to, uh, to, to appreciate it, really. He was only three... Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or yeah. two and a half. Oh, actually. you gotta get back there. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, well, it's... <laughs> ah, it's okay. You know, you gotta answer me one thing, because it's real funny that the first song we heard from the new record is We Make Sweden Rock, and I was so damn sure there's gonna be like, We Make Germany Rock, We Make Austria Rock, rock okay. you know, but you don't, you only make Sweden Rock. Well, the thing is, it's not about Hammerfall as much as it's about the, the, the we. I mean, it's about the whole Swedish uh, music scene since the 70s, or end of 60s, actually. It started with, with November, uh, sort of a doom. I don't know, doom wasn't around back then. But, you know, the first heavy rock band from yeah. Sweden called November in the end of the 60s. Never heard of those. No, Crazy. it's, it's uh, I mean, they weren't huge, but they were fairly big, I think. All right. And that's when it started. And then we go through the 70s and the 80s mostly, which is, you know, our heroes, a heavy load. And, and Joachim tried to cram as many references to, <laughs> um, to Swedish metal bands as, as he could in the lyrics. So we make Sweden rock. It's not Hammerfall makes Sweden rock. It's, it's 
Sweden. The, the heavy <laughs> yeah. metal scene of Sweden makes Sweden rock. <laughs> so that's our tribute to all those bands, basically. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, it was just it was just funny to hear. Because like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, Sweden rocks got a new anthem. Yeah, I know they're gonna play there. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But you got a lot going on with tours. I mean, you're gonna be on the road for the next. I don't know how long. You know, we're gonna present the show in Munich when they're here in February. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna do you're gonna do the states. You're gonna be there with with Sabaton, I think. And uh, how many people show up when you when you play with Sabaton in the United States, or when you play in the you know in the states? Well, we did a headline tour last year, yeah. and uh, that's the first time we had sort of a, a gauge of what Hammerfall can do over there. Because yeah. every time we toured, we did the tour with Death in '98, we did the tour with Dio in 2002. We we never really invested any time in in North America, you know, like touring regularly there. Yeah, I understand uh, that though. Yeah. yeah. That, So without that, that's not going to happen. Like, and plus, if you look at 2002 or whatever early, it's not until now that yeah. the, the type of, of heavy metal with with clear vocals that we do yeah. uh, that it's been accepted again because yeah. it was it's been very few people who liked it over there. It's it's uh, yeah. it's it's been difficult. So uh, I'm hoping with Samaton, I mean, they draw a lot of people. They have maybe between 1,000 and 2,000 people, I think. I don't know their average, but that's the, the sizes of the holes. So some of them are really big. For us, from, from our point of view, this is a great opportunity for us to, to expose yeah. uh, the Samaton fans that maybe like this band to the Hammerfall style. And yeah. I think there's a huge chance that they will enjoy it as well. I mean, obviously, that's for any uh, support or any special guest on any tour. That's the idea. That's why they do the tour, too, yeah, to expand right. their you know, fan base. I mean, obviously, a stadium tour with, like, Iron Maiden or something would have been bigger. But there's not, <laughs> well, there's not a lot of stuff that could have fit us better than this. So I'm really, yeah, re- totally. yeah, really excited about this tour. The, the other thing that I know is, I think what makes, it tour, what makes touring better in the U.S., Uh, for you guys and for the classic heavy metal shit, the yeah, audience changes. Yeah. I think you you are you're right. Uh, actually, that's um, especially in uh, like the southern states. Yeah, yeah. It used to be. I, I think it's more uh, of of everybody nowadays. Uh, and the, uh, one great thing is that in, in um, this happened a, a couple of times uh, already now that people from say Puerto Rico or uh, I, think, I think it was from El Salvador or right. you know, stuff like that, places where we actually don't come, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they saw this like, oh, we're playing in Florida or, or uh, Texas or whatever. You know, I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was something like that. And they flew in just to see the show because they knew that we're not going to come to El Salvador, you know. Okay. And, and, and that, th- that, that's uh, pretty humbling uh, for, for a band from Sweden to, to see how, how far people are willing to travel to see you. It's great. I like yes, it. Yes, it's really great. It is very cool to hear. But what can we expect from the new show? New dungeons, new dragons, new fireworks? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we haven't really done any shows yet with a new setup. The first okay. one that we're going to do is in uh, 10 days. <laughs> All right. Uh, or, or 11 days, rather. We have a new um, stage setup, which I think is really cool. Our uh, light engineer has designed this uh, stage. All right. Uh, so it's going to be one thing over the summer that we do for the festival because there's a lot of festivals yeah. we're going to do this yeah. summer yeah. and then obviously when you go to uh, we're going to go for uh, eight days or whatever it is a week to Colombia to do some things and <laughs> obviously in Colombia it's going to be a backdrop and nothing else I mean that's going to be the, the attraction is going to be hammerful then uh, we, can't, we can't really bring the whole stage down to yeah. places like that we're, yeah. we're not King Diamond who 
ships his stuff by boat a month out, you know, just to be able to. <laughs> I, I, I admire it. It's just very, it demands a lot of, of planning if yeah. you're going to do it that way. Yeah. Um, but, but it's really cool. I mean, obviously, King Diamond stage is, is the coolest stage that, that I have ever seen, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> I understand why he wants to have it. <laughs> but, uh, so, but, but for Europe, we will we'll see. I think it'll be a variation of the festival stages, but we're, okay. yeah, we're going to have some cool. Uh, cool new things as well. Obviously, uh, we got to expand some some things to make it uh, a little bit special. Man, I cannot wait to hear the minion life. <laughs> well, yeah, it's gonna be a good. I, I think it's gonna be a good uh, uh, audience thing. You know, they're gonna hopefully be able to get into this, the chanting along and, and singing with us. Uh, I, hope. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I wish you all the best for the record. And all the best for the tour. Uh, uh, thank you so much. And thank I hope you. to see you soon. Yeah, see you. <laughs> it was really nice talking to you. Yeah, nice talk to you too again. Bye-bye. Yeah, Take care, man. <laughs> you too. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.